0: hello again to everyone so good to be back this is Jamie welcome to caught between a tie and high heels it's been a while but we are definitely back and I am joined by my beloved wife and partner best friend spouse significant other whatever you want to call her I call her d say hi D hello everyone there you go so we are here in order to... Um, I'm really hoping that Dee will uh, be more of a um, regular uh, with us, but we're, we're back. It took a little while. Uh, I know that we're like halfway through Pride Month right now, but we've had some technical difficulties to get Dee hooked up, and she's in another room completely, so we didn't have microphone bleed over and the whole nine yards, so I literally cannot see her at all. So if she flicks me off, I have no idea whether or not she's doing it or not. But we finally were, were up, and uh, so we're to be the first of many in our season three of podcasts. You're probably wondering where I've been. Um, a lot has happened since the 20, what did I say, D? the 26th of October? Of October. Mm-hmm. Of last year. So I was talking about how my how I love um, Halloween, and then, like, all, all, all hell broke loose. My, uh, as you may know uh, from my previous podcasts, I did, my wife and I were actually taking care of my mother who was suffering from Alzheimer's. And um, her, around the holidays, we started noticing that she started making more steady steps. There was, uh, what, her decline was kind of, we noticed changes getting closer together. Would that be fair?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, that would be a definite assessment. Okay.
0: So, yeah, we started noticing things were speeding up. And um, then finally, uh, so that really took up a lot of our energy uh, concentration. And, you know, especially with me, because I was going pretty much all day. We didn't have any uh, AIDS coming in at that point. We were still, we were really burnt out because... We were the only ones that were doing anything with COVID. As of May, March of 2020, we had not had a single aid into the, the place. So it was really rough, really rough. I was losing, I was really sleep deprived. Um, oh man, the stress was killing me. It was just all in all, not a good thing. So um, things on that front continued. And then eventually um, we did get a little bit of help. Which was great at the beginning of the year. That was fantastic. Um, but then we ended up uh losing mom on Easter Sunday. And it was very much like her in order to pick the holiest of holidays in order to leave us. But um it was very fast. The end the end issues uh that she was dealing with and the, the the uh suffering that ended up um uh, going really quick. And it was literally within a, a week's time, seven days um, she first aspirated uh, one day, and then she was doing okay, and it just st- steadily declined right after that, and uh, by the, literally the next weekend, that was on a Friday, and then literally by the Sunday of the next week, um, she had left us, so there was a lot of grief with that and everything, so that's also what we've been doing for the past couple of months and trying to be able to figure out what where I'm going what am I supposed to do with my life cuz the first week when she was gone I would wake up and go down and just cry my eyes out because it was so quiet there was no oxygen machines going on or anything else like that so it was really it was really tough and she was my my life she was my daily routine That's what I did. I woke up and and got her dressed, took her to the bathroom, got her cleaned up and all this other stuff. And that was my daily routine. And now I'm like, I don't know what to do. So it's been it's been a rough couple of months. So but it was very important, especially during Pride. Uh, I had a conversation with Dee that I wanted to do something. Um, I don't know if I like completely like forced you into this because I was talking about it so much. You didn't. Oh, good. You didn't. I did
1: this willingly.
0: I was very nervous about that, you know? I mean, I was very concerned. I wanted to make sure it was important for me, but I didn't want to push you into doing something.
1: I appreciate that. Well,
0: there you go. So, uh, lady a few words right there. (laughs)
1: Yep. I'm so still nervous because this is my first time doing a, like a podcast. We're just
0: having a conversation. Though. I know, I know. But it's going to be OK. Mm-hmm. I know you can't see me, but I mean, I did offer to put up the Zoom or something like that if you wanted to. I know. You're, I appreciate that. You're doing OK?
1: hmm. You don't have to whisper either. OK.
0: OK, you can just talk and it's OK. I'll tell you when you're getting too loud. OK. All right. So, yeah, we've been trying to figure out what's going on, but yes i I did bug d a lot in order to be able to say, "You know, I really want to do something special every year when pride comes around um in the past four years that I've been doing uh my h r t or my hormone replacement therapy, um I've really started to get more i don't know d what would you call it like i'm I'm more anxious or excited about it um
1: I think more excited, more emotional, more sentimental and aware of it.
0: Absolutely. Well, I've I've always been aware of it, but I really haven't been that vocal about it. Mm -hmm. And so by taking the hormones and being on hormones, like I've gotten more into, you know, I want to stop hiding. I want to be out of the closet. And I've said this many, many times before is how much I am starving to try to be more of a, a part of the transgender LGBT community. Um, I've had the real, well, both of us uh, have had the blessing of being able to meet a number of people in the community and they are just the most delightful people ever. I'm not saying that like everyone, I'm sure there's a couple of grumpies that are out there, you know, that would not be the best people to probably hang out with, but my gosh, uh, I would much rather hang out with somebody in the community than I wouldn't like regular cis people. That's sad, but it's true. And so yeah. And we're always looking for friends, I guess. We're we're introverts. It's so weird. D and I are like very introverted. Wouldn't you classify yourself as an introvert? If they haven't realized that already, then <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll make sure to put it on the name badge. Total introvert. Yeah. So I am too. I just pretend to be an extrovert in order to be able to um, satisfy a lot of my creative side. But then once I'm done with all that and I I still want to continue to, you know, I guess throw myself away and and like kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to
1: recharge.
0: Yeah, there you go. Recharge. That's a really polite way of saying I don't want to deal with anybody at that time. But Mm -hmm. we still want to be friends and we still want to make friends in the community and and. You know, cause we love playing, we love game nights, you know, and that type of stuff. So it's really hard trying to be an introvert, but yet still put yourself out there. And I'm trying to make efforts, especially with pride, um, because I've wanted to be part of pride for such a long period of time, um, to do something different. And so that's kind of where we are as far as the, the podcast here. So, um, yeah, we're really trying to make an effort. So better late than never. But I will say, what else have we been up to? God, there's been there's been a lot of stuff that we've done. Um I'm racking my brain. Oh. <laughs> We're so busy. Uh, I'm telling you. Well, I mean, there in, in my life, in my transgender life, there are a number of things. I did start up laser hair removal. I did that a few months ago. So that's been um that was before uh mom had passed away. So I did start getting that taken care of, which I will say this is my second round. I did this once before, but I wasn't on hormones. So I really saw nothing because I would get my face zapped like probably I think eight times was the whole treatment uh, regime that I signed up for, and then all the hair just grew back. So it was like really it didn't do anything for me. But now that my hormones um, have been kicking in, now that I zapped some facial hair, at least the dark ones, um, a lot of it's disappeared. I've been pretty happy with that. I've noticed a difference. You see, you, par- you pointed out that I still get the grays, though, because the yeah. laser doesn't get the grays.
1: Laser does not get grays. Sadly. But I, had no- I have noticed a difference.
0: It's smoother, though, right?
1: Smoother, yes. I'm absolutely. starting to get the supple skin like you. And you're also less sensitive to the treatments because I remember when you came home from the first one. Oh my
0: God, it was killer. You were oh. a baby. I'm very, I'm not a big pain person. Like if I know it's coming, that's the thing. But it's like, if any of you listening have ever had laser hair removal, it's literally like somebody taking a rubber band and snapping on your face multiple times in a row. And you also get the wonderful sensation of smelling burnt hair. So, so it's really not pleasant, and I am really in certain areas. I'm really sensitive, not in other places. So, like in around my my upper lip, my chin, around my mouth, I'm very sensitive. But like, you can pluck hairs out of my eyebrows, and I fall asleep. Or I still remember when I went to go get my legs waxed one time. I was just starting to go out. Uh, I went out to a meeting. Of I believe it was a cross dressers meeting. It was in Pittsburgh. And um one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to treat myself. I'm trying to remember the name of the group, but I can't remember anyway, but um not that it matters, but I wanted to treat myself. So I took myself to a local beauty salon that did waxing and I wanted my whole entire leg waxed and uh my legs, not just one. I got the pair done. <laughs> but oh, boy. But uh, I actually, I flipped over on my tummy and, and she was waxing the backs of my leg, my the back of my legs. And I started to snore. <laughs> <laughs> she started to laugh and her laughing woke me back up. And I'm like, I am so sorry. She goes, I have never in my 13 years of waxing has anyone ever fallen asleep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, see, I'm not completely wimpy wimpy, but around my, you know... My mouth is a very sensitive area around in there. I'm delicate.
1: Like a delicate little flower.
0: I am. Mm -hmm. I'm like a little larva baby.
1: Well, you came back and your face was like bright red, in pain. Tore up. It's like you were all sweaty. You had like this horrible like experience, but... You have come a long way since that first. In the
0: first time. Yes, that first time. I didn't even get the, my upper lip or my chin. They had, she stopped Mm -hmm. at my, um, at my cheeks right at my chin because it zapped and it hurt me too much. And I was just like, I freaked out on her. And I felt really bad. I came home and I felt crappy because I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm just such a wuss about this. And like, I've been building this up. I've wanted this for such a long period of time. And it's just, it's really, it was painful. So I was like, shit. So they gave me a prescription for the numbing medication. And I have that. And I went back the second time and I applied and got the full zap. And this last time, didn't have time to apply the numbing uh, solution. And I got my entire face zapped almost twice she ended up going back she said it was very important to go back and get the places twice if you can she goes so be prepared for that in the future I'm like oh god I'm gonna definitely need the numbing solution for that but I was I did survive not without my cringing and twitching and that type of thing but I did make it through
1: did you notice the difference between the first time and
0: this last time I did I did actually the um, my sensitivity in my face like the um, it wasn't a stinging or a numbness but I could definitely tell like it was tender my skin was tender for about a week week and a half after I had the treatment this time as opposed to previous but now it's okay and I'm noticing that there's a lot of hair gone a lot of hair gone I'm still getting it up on my upper lip. So, but it's not as much as it was before. So I know we're going to have to do that again. And my chin, there's still some areas in my chin. And there's like one little patch over here on my left cheek that's still black hair. And it's cute because it's like in a little circle, but there's nothing growing around it. So I feel terrible. <laughs> so I think you pointed it out to me. We were watching TV and she goes, honey, you got to shave. You're always after me about shaving my legs because I'm so friggin' lazy. You are. Oh my gosh. I'm extremely lazy about that. And I should do better, but I'm just really lazy. I don't know how you can stand. Uh, You know, well, I've lived as a male for as long as I have. You kind of get used to it and you don't Mm -hmm. mind. But I've been very down on myself because I've gained all like 20 pounds of the weight that I lost, the 40 that I lost. I've gained about 20 pounds back and it's real depressing. There's been a lot that's been going on though. So there has, you know, and you're a friggin enabler. I'm going to just put it I'm, out there. I'm not. Yeah, I am. You are. I am. You get a hankering. Okay, this is no joke. <laughs> Dee will come up to me and she like, well, what do you, th-? she goes, I, I don't know if I really want to cook or not. What about some Mexican? And I was like, in the back of my mind, I didn't say anything verbally. In the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And she's like, oh, I'll just whip something up. I think I can do something. I was like, <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Yeah, we'll do some salads. I'm like what the fuck happened to the Mexican? What are we, you put that out there and now you're backing up? Oh my God. So now we ended up going for Mexican and of course she gets her um, Jumbo Tex margarita. Absolutely. So. Although the
1: last time I did not get the Jumbo.
0: I was very proud of you. Thank you. You got the half Jumbo.
1: I did. I got the, the regular size.
0: Yes. Do you, I mean, how does that affect you as opposed to the Jumbo Tex? Does it allow you still to be able to get You just get the taste and it really doesn't give you a buzz. It doesn't give me,
1: it doesn't give me a buzz. I can, I just get the taste, which is very nice with the chips and
0: salsa. You love your chips and salsa. I love my chips and salsa. Yeah, that's kind of a weakness for me. Dee brings in the chips and salsa. I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have a really bad problem with chips. I shouldn't be eating them because my, my triglycerides are really high, but they're just so damn good. I know they are. Oh my god. See, now
1: I'm starting to crave them.
0: Don't do it. I'm not. We've already planned what we were going to do for dinner. God, yeah, I know. I shouldn't have said anything. I know you shouldn't have. Shit, we're going to end up chips it. and salsa again tonight. And a margarita. And it doesn't help that the damn Mexican food store is down at the end of the block.
1: <laughs> we can just walk down. Son of a bitch. I
0: know. We could walk down. <gasps> we could actually get some exercise. <laughs> in. We can call that exercise. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad how we justify our weakness. Okay, what else has been going on besides our Mexican food habit? Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think transgender-wise. I've been writing. You've oh, my God. i have been writing, yes. How could I not, for, uh, not remember that? So I started about a month after... Or a month before my mom passed away. Um... Dee and I were talking, and it was just like talking. I was just remembering things that I used to do in my childhood, or that my mom interacted with me, and experiences that I had. And I always thought that I had a normal childhood. I never gave it a second thought. I just have always grown up thinking, you know, okay, I went through my shit. That's what I, you know, that's what I had, and I'm, you know, moving on. I'm an adult. So I just had like a weird childhood. But the more I started talking about it, the more I started thinking about it, I was like, oh, God. No, I don't I don't think I really had a normal childhood. I don't think that's right. I don't think some of this crap was something that a child should have gone through. And yep, I would agree with that.
1: You and I have spoken about this a lot, though.
0: We have. We have. And we talked about it. But it was like it wasn't the I didn't get the epiphany that went with it until like a month before mom passed. And then I just started, like, sitting down and literally writing down everything. And I don't know if it was because of my... Part of the motivation was my anger of watching my mom, you know, vanish even more in front of my eyes. But it was always something that I... I mean, I had to write my biography. People who have tuned into the podcast, if you look at previous episodes, you'll notice that I do have bio uh, biography um, sections. I think there's seven of them. And those were... That was a bio that I ended up writing back when I first started doing um, therapy about being transgender. I had just opened up with my previous wife, Elle, and um, we had separated. And I started doing therapy for the very first time. I had never talked to anyone up until that point. I was like 30... Oh, boy. I was 30... I think I was right at at about 30 years old. 31 years old? God, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about that, yeah, it was right around 30 years old. So I had been completely closeted, not said a word to anyone, until I finally woke up one morning, and we were having an argument or something like that, and that's when I finally told her that I am not, I do not want to be a boy. I want to be more like you. And of course, you don't say that to a Irish Catholic without there being some, a devout Irish Catholic without there being some kind of, you know. Repercussions. That's the word. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, uh, yeah. So we ended up, of course, separating and hence being the ex-wife. Um, That was the first time I ever talked to someone. So this is a new biography of really going in depth, a lot more in depth, because I'm remembering a lot of the stories, I'm remembering a lot of the um, various issues that came up that I had to deal with, and doing it all on my own, because back then we didn't have internet, didn't have anybody, so I've been um, nobody to talk to, so I've been really kind of hashing that out, and I'm about halfway done. I've got about thirty-two thousand words uh, written, so I'm pretty proud of that. I just need to be struggling on the last thirty thousand, and then hopefully I will have it completed. So I'm really working towards that. I'm trying to um, get that finished in order to get that published. Um, let's see, what else have I been up to in transgender arena? Um gosh. Nothing really. I've been really well, we've lazy. we have been watching
1: some programs on TV.
0: Okay. Elaborate.
1: Well, I started watching um Pride. You did. That's I did.
0: true. Yeah. We did start watching Pride. hmm And I cried a lot when I saw the first couple of episodes. They were talking about Stonewall and Sixty Nine. Again, one of the big things that Pride is all about. Um, Pride, the, the very first Pride Parade happened in 70, uh, 1970 because of of what happened in 69 at the Stonewall Riots. So it was really emotional for me. But yeah, you're starting to watch it along with me. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate you doing that. Absolutely.
1: And and I also got, when I was in Target, I saw that they had some really awesome pins. Oh my pins.
0: God. Yeah, that's true. You are super, okay, first of all, I am really... I'm gonna declare this now, just not just because D is on here, but I do have I am very blessed of having D in my life because she is like stupid supportive. Like really just over just wonderfully supportive. Um she was recently go well, you you tell it. I'm tired of like talking. You you talk. Say what are you when, doing?
1: But oh when I was in I was shopping, I was out and about shopping, you know, procrastinating, doing like housework or something like that. Right. And, um, as we do, as we all, we all do. And I noticed, so I walk into the store and I noticed as soon as you walk in, they had a whole bunch of like pride t-shirts
0: and other like accessories and things like that. And we can say the business. It's okay. We're not target target target. That's correct.
1: And, um, they
0: have a very lovely pride display there.
1: Absolutely. And front and center of the store. Yep. And I saw some members of the community there, too. Um, that always were, awesome. Which is always awesome. And they were looking at some t-shirts. But what really stood out to me was the one single, it was all alone, kind of like package of, of four pins. and lapel pins. Lapel pins. Yeah. And I'm like, I need these. So one had, um, what really stood out to me was the Ally. Yes, pen. yes. But they also had the transgender and then um, there's a transgender rainbow, There
0: is, which is really <clears throat> I've not I mean, you can get those, of course, like on Amazon or other places like that. But I've never seen one out and about at a store. Um, so, yeah, that was actually the first rainbow transgender rainbow, mm-hmm. uh, that pin that we've ever gotten.
1: So I'm like, I have to and <clears throat> the price was right.
0: So. Oh, and you even. So what did you get? Uh, so we have a kitty cat. Baron, oh, Baroness oh my Lily. Gosh. So what did you get for Lily, which I thought was just over the top cute?
1: Well, for the Baroness, I got um, so I'm walking around and I had to also get, I had to, you know, get refills on like napkins and other household supplies. And so I was walking by the pet aisle and I noticed on the one end cap that they had <clears throat> um they they rotate around by seasons and they had the last again the last so it was like kismet and it was like little two little catnip ice cream cones and one was rainbow and then the other was for trans the trans colors so so adorable i had to get that too
0: and and you did and which mm-hmm. was wonderful and you came in and showed me and yeah and we, Baroness loves them. We had, She does. She's already mm-hmm. been like batting them around the living room and everything else. We've really been kind of, um, I would say as far as our shopping this month for Pride, we really kicked it off. Oh my God, I totally forgot. We kicked off Pride by doing what? What did we do? Road trip. We did a road trip. Mm-hmm. So we did a road trip uh, to the closest Lego store that we could possibly go if you are um, a Lego fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, it ended up being, how long is that drive? Like two and a half hours? It was like two and a half hours. Two and a half. Okay. So we <laughs> had to drive two and a half hours. You can clear your throat, honey. It's okay. Okay. Go ahead. I did. We'll wait. I did? Okay. So we ended up driving two and a half hours in order to be able to go by our Everyone is Awesome set. And we didn't just get one. We walked out of that place with four. Okay. We. Yes. We. We, yeah. You bought two. I bought two because they were... Oh, that's right.
1: I did buy two.
0: That's right. Because they only limited two per person. So I was like, well, you're a person. I'm a person. So you could have two. I could have two. And we walked out with four.
1: Actually, we walked out with four. And then one was shipped.
0: One was... Yes. One was shipped.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So I had a fifth one that was actually coming because I'd stayed up till midnight for the release. And it was forever to try and get into the um, Lego website because it was like jam-packed people are over you know just like overwhelming the server i guess or whatever the case may be but i had to wait around i was able to get one set online so that one came in so i have five altogether. um i've built one i'm saving one i gave one to my trans pansexual child um in order to be able to say happy pride so i thought you know that's a kind of a really Apropos gift. Mm-hmm. And another one I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to open it up and I'm going to make because I love my mini figs, my Lego mini figs. This is a weakness. If you don't know this about me, I do have a Lego ad- addiction, but I'm really crazy about the mini figs. I love my little mini figs. And so they have, if you've never seen this before, you have to look it up because it's really awesome. They literally have the entire spectrum of the rainbow um black brown red orange yellow green blue purple sky blue white and a pink so the little trans colors at the end i can make a name tag with my little trans people which i thought was kind of cute so i'm going to do that
1: and i also was reading online cuz you know i'm always reading online you are you that you do. that someone actually was on the the lego site um so i don't take any credit for this But you did find it. I did find it. That should count for something. It does. You get points. Someone had purchased two sets. They were keeping one for themselves and they were saving one. And they were going to give it to someone as they were going through their journey
0: to be supportive. And I thought that is such an amazing,
1: amazing thought.
0: Yes, that's very
1: sweet. Well, Mm -hmm. I do
0: have an extra and maybe that might be something that we do. Mm
1: hmm. I think that'd be very nice. That
0: would be very nice. Mm-hmm. And we've been more vocal to others that we see. So it's very nice when we go out and we see others that are wearing rainbows or something along those lines. We were out to get ice cream the other night and we ended up seeing a couple. She had a um, a rainbow uh, watch band and she also had a uh, equality shirt on with a rainbow heart behind it. And she was with two other ladies that were there. And I just ended up saying, you know, hey, happy Pride Month. Love the love your shirt. And it was really nice. And, you know, being able to to say that, I think, honestly, if you're able to see someone, I I don't know. Am I overstepping a boundary by doing that?
1: Well, no, because I think if you wear anything out in public, if it's like a shirt or you're holding a sign or something, then it's inviting conversation. Like, if you are, are are have something, like, promoting something, then you should be expected to engage.
0: Absolutely. So. Which is why I don't wear Pittsburgh Steelers shirts anymore, because I know nothing about the team, and everybody <laughs> always wants to talk about the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know anymore. Was it been 12 years since I knew anything about uh, them? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I agree. But, you know what, as far as the trans community is concerned, the last thing that we want to do is be clocked. Mm-hmm. And so I feel the same way sometimes, like if I see someone that's in the community, um, the most I might say is if they're wearing like a rainbow mask or they have rainbow earrings or something along those lines, like, hey, I really love your earrings or, hey, I really love your mask. And that's really about it. Mm -hmm. I don't wish them a happy pride or anything else like that, but I just don't, you know, of course, when it's not pride, I mean, that would be kind of. I don't know. True. Yeah, it wouldn't That'd be, be a really weird. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be fitting. But you know, during the month of June, well, then, of course, you know, you're going to say something. Uh, but you would want to say something, I guess, because I'm kind of that outgoing. I want again, it's the the extrovert that wants to creep out of the introvert. So that's my little stabs out there in order to be able to try and make my lesbian friends or, or you know, gay friends or, or trans friends or whoever by friends. Um, that's my little attempt in order to be able to to you know say hi and be friendly to somebody else in the community but I don't know I just feel like maybe I'm am I clocking them are they appreciative I mean I haven't gotten anybody just like shut the hell up you know or something like that no one's responded that way but
1: well if someone is wearing like a t-shirt or a button or a pin or something I think
0: that would be okay, It's right? okay,
1: absolutely, because you should be. Like I mentioned before, you you would be expected to sure. engage in any conversation cuz you're basically putting it out there. Like right. even you're if you have advertising that you absolutely. believe in this.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Well, then I don't feel so bad.
1: It's I, I agree though it's it's the those situations where you see someone in the community that is you know living their life yep. and um it's a little bit more difficult because you don't necessarily want to call out, but yet you want to know that you're so you want them to know that you're supportive. Right. So it's just finding those circumstances and those manners to engage them. Um, And sometimes people don't want to be engaged. So you just have to judge the situation.
0: Right. I mentioned this before in another uh, episode. God, I think it was last season, but it's like, you want to be supportive. So you see a trans girl or you see a trans man, And it's like you want to say, you know, hey, I'm with you, brother, sister, you know, whatever. But the last thing you want to do is call attention because that is like the worst thing you can do. And so you've got to fight that urge in order to be verbally supportive and show that you are an ally um, or if you are an ally to be able to show that you are by calling them out because that's the last thing anybody in the trans community really wants. Right. Right. However, now you're talking about, you know, a the gay, lesbian and bi community might be a little bit more freer with that because they are wearing a T-shirt that has a rainbow or has their their uh, flag. Like, you know, I have a friend that is uh, actually I have two one, two, three friends that are bisexual and one she wears her bisexual colors all the time in T-shirts so she's very proud about that but the other ones are really kind of keep their cards close to the you know close to themselves and really don't really uh broadcast that much but they if you if you're talking to them they're not going to hide the fact that they are they come out with their own, in their own conversation that's actually how we found out and then i started to share with them my story and i actually came out to them because they had no clue whatsoever. So once again, kudos to me for playing the uh the male part as good as I possibly could. But yeah, it gets really um I get nervous about that. Yeah. I really get nervous about it. I don't want to be offensive to anyone, but I also want to be friendly to everyone. I don't want to be just, you know, have the blinders on. So I don't know. We're trying I think we're I trying think... new stuff this month. True.
1: And I think though too, I mean I think it would it, it such it's so personal for some people like in in terms of their reaction and how they want to be treated. Yeah. But um, again, you can kind of judge that based on the social situation. Like I was in a store and and I saw um, a trans woman, and she was very nervous, very very nervous. No. And um, no, you're gonna make me cry. Oh, that's okay. She was very nervous and the, it was kind of the employees of the store weren't really engaging with her, Mm -hmm. but, um, and it was a, it was a lingerie store and, um, she was trying to find something, um, and you, and, and she was doing it kind of, um, like, uh, you can tell she was definitely uncomfortable. Sure. So, you know, I just made eye contact and smiled and nodded and then went, Along the way, like I didn't go up and like engage to chat, in conversation, but, right. but I just, I just wanted to. I felt like she needed, like a friendly affirmation no. that was nonverbal, to not draw attention yeah. to it because she was obviously very uncomfortable in that situation.
0: I think we all have been. Anybody who's been transitioning. Uh, oh man! Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the things that I was writing about was my very first uh, experience in in buying a piece of clothing for me. I bought patent leather shoes from Naturalizers. <laughs> they were the only ones in my size, but I was so nervous. Oh my god! I I think I lost probably four pounds. The amount of sweat that I had mm-hmm. going off of me, and it was like springtime. Oh man! It it is a very nerve wracking. Well god, even to this day, we just did it for my shorts. Like yeah. I shopping with you, I just like, oh, so okay, what do you want? And it's really for me. You know that it's for me and you help me to go along with the the ruse, but it's like, you know, yeah. It's I, I'm still I still get nervous about that. And you're still there to, you know, I'm I'm very lucky and blessed again that I have someone that can do that with me. So God, maybe that would be a thing. Like, just opening up like a... Or just, like, being open in order to be able to go shopping with another trans girl. Mm -hmm. That would be, like, just to go supportive and just be there, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Because a lot of people don't have that support. They don't.
0: That's why I really love during these trans... uh, The first week of trans, I don't know if you saw it because you're not on social media a whole lot. But I I saw these... Anyone that doesn't have, like, a transparent this month I am your parent and I just thought that was it wasn't that fun that's really nice right yeah very very nice and so I'm really I'm really down with that because that's that's something that I again going through the struggles I had not having someone not having someone to guide me or hold my hand or to be there with me or anything else for the longest time um yeah it's rough and it just would be so nice to that to have that person. So yeah, I I love that. Anybody who posts anything up like that, those are like some of the best allies. But it's so funny too. On the flip side of that, you start to show off. You start to show your pride. Like I wore a T-shirt, a Pride T-shirt, out and about. That was not a not a confusing. Like I have one Pride shirt that is all the lightsabers that make uh, Star Wars lightsabers that make up a rainbow. So they're all lined up and everything Mm -hmm. else in order to be able to make a rainbow. So I wear that out every once in a while. People can't really like, okay, well, is that a gay thing or is that a Star Wars thing? We're not really sure. But I don't, I have not in the past worn a Pride t-shirt out. Well, the first of the month, not only did I wear pride earrings, I had little studs that said pride on yeah. them. Yeah, you did. I was really, really happy about that. But I also had a pride t-shirt on that Not only had the inclusion, I think it's the Pennsylvania, the correct name for it is the Pennsylvania inclusion that has the black and brown um, stripes in the top of the rainbow flag. But there was also on the side, a trans flag. And you... I was just amazed that you you wore an ally shirt. I did. A gay ally shirt, which had the the ally written on a rainbow flag. And I was very proud. And here we are walking around a strange mall we've never been to. And nobody said anything to us.
1: No, we did get a couple of comments from people, but they said, I love your shirts.
0: We did? We did. Where the hell was I? I don't know. Was I staring at the Legos? probably. Oh, shit. Well, I would have been nice to know. No, it, we, we
1: were walking around and in one of, like, the little kiosks. Oh, I remember that. Now yes, yes, remember. yes, yeah. yes.
0: I do remember that one. But, yeah. I mean, I was first a little conscious about it, but then after a while, I mean, you know, after, what, hour three that we were hanging <laughs> around there? Like, I really didn't paint any line anymore. Nobody said anything. There wasn't a disparaging word or anything else like that. I mean, we did get a couple of looks, but nothing out of the ordinary of someone just like people watching at a mall you know that was about it right so i was really kind of happy about that and so i i have worn pride shirts now what three times i mean we're still i know everything is still kind of relaxed but i don't go out we don't go out as much because of covid we still kind of hunker down at home that and the fact we're introverts (laughs) i know it's like it's, a weird, it's like a Dudley combination. Right, right, right. I mean, but it works so well. It does. I mean, for an introvert, COVID was like, okay. It's like every other day, no problem. And then
1: you have like delivery, food delivery. So oh, there's no need that, for I you know. to go outside.
0: It makes, DoorDash makes it so easy. No. Oh, but yeah. DoorDash, <laughs>
1: DoorDash Mexican. Oh,
0: you know what? <laughs> We're going to end up walking to... To the Mexican restaurant, aren't we? Yeah, we may. Okay, all right. Well, I think that that kind of wraps up. I think the majority of the stuff. I don't want to cry, so. But you, I mean, you know, that's about mom. But that's kind of, uh, and and now I'm just sort of. I think the biggest thing that I'm doing right now is I'm still trying to find my way. I'm unemployed. So that's really you know because when mom passed, so did my my income. I wasn't yeah. getting much, but it at least paid my bills, and now my bills aren't getting paid. So it's uh, it's hard. I'm trying to find something that... You know, I'm 50 years old. I don't have an education. Uh, I mean, I got a, college, a high school degree, don't get me wrong, in some college, but I don't have, like, a bachelor's. I don't have an associate's. I don't even have an, a, a certificate of anything. So it's really hard um, finding a job. I did apply for one job and got turned down, I was like, man, I thought I was a shoe in for that with my experience in customer service, but uh, no, I got denied, so I was really kind of surprised. But that's really the only thing, so I will keep you abreast as we continue to record. I will let you know um, uh, new updates on that, but other than that, I think that's pretty much a, a grand summary of the highlights of what we've been doing since uh october yeah (laughs) (laughs) a woman of few words
1: i know i am it was but i mean it was it was it's been a journey like since october there's there's highs and there's high highs and low lows
0: and And we have well the really low i mean with mom passing that was a really low but
1: but the one thing i mean i will say this and i don't mean to make you cry or anything but the one thing I know, and I and I know that this was near and dear to your heart, but being there with your mom was so important for both of us. Yes. And we were with her yes. in those final moments, and I feel like, yes, it was a sacrifice, and, you know, on so many different levels, but to, to be with her and to surround her with love, and I think that that was so important for both of us yes. and also for your mom. So Oh, I would
0: hate for her to yeah. have gone through what she did without having um basically to to be in a facility. Yeah. I mean when when she we made the decision in order for her to come and live with us, it was you know, the 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 treatment that she was getting in these this memory care unit that she was living in was just it had declined she was there for three years and it was just like we went through five staff changes mm-hmm. of nurses and it just like the, the, the care and treatment for my mom just kept dwindling right in front of our eyes and it was like, my God. So I'm, I'm very, very happy that we did bring her home. It was a sacrifice, yes, but it was a needed sacrifice. Um, it was a
1: wanted sacrifice. It was a sacrifice that we chose. Of course. You know. Oh, absolutely.
0: Well, that's what I mean. It was like it needed to be done. It was supposed to happen that way. Yeah. And yeah, it was hard. I mean, COVID, we didn't see that coming. And we were on our own, but we survived. We're here. We you are. You know, and yeah. I think that the, even the hospice nurse told us that mom, she was really surprised that mom had lasted as long as she did. Um. And gave us praise as far as our care was concerned. And that's not me trying to blow smoke up my skirt because I I honestly think that uh, I think mom deserved better than what I was able to give her. I was I got angry at sometimes. But, you know, I, I really think that um, she probably could have gotten better, but I was doing the best I could. Mm hmm. But I am glad that we had that time. I'm glad that we were there. We were when she did leave us, we were there holding her hand. Um, and that as much as it hurt, it did mean the world to me. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. It did mean the and world to me. And I
1: think it it meant the world to her too. I, I mean hope she so. wasn't she was not um able to be verbal except for a few days, if you recall, before she passed. What were her final words to you?
0: She told me she loved me.
1: Mm-hmm. And that
0: is the gift. I I thought that I really had given up hope about halfway through the week. I thought i had given up hope that I had heard her last words and that made me cry. Mm -hmm. And then I told her one morning we were, we had just gotten her out of bed. And uh, she was cleaning, I was cleaning her up and, you know, getting, getting her dressed for the day. And I was putting on her shoes and I looked up at her and I just told her, I said, I really love you. And she looked at me, and and it was a very weak voice, but she did say that she loved me too. Yeah. So.
1: And those are those are gifts, and um, just to cherish them, and to know that that you know we were able to do that. Not every family is able to to do that for their loved ones. Yes. And so I feel, for those who would like to but are unable to do so, but also you know you were able to. <clears throat> before your mom passed many years beforehand share with you who you truly are
0: yes yeah and i did talk about that that mm-hmm. was that was a really that was a big blessing for me was being able to be my true self with my mom and to have her okay with it and not only okay but you know after about i always joke around that it was like after i came out to her um you know it was like two sally jessies and one Don, One Donahue show, and she was a resident expert on transgender issues, <laughs> which <laughs> which is very typical for my mom. So you know, and she was very cool about it. But I always I always loved the other part too was that she even joked with me about it. Like we were where we live in Virginia, it's very hot. It, it's always I mean this is kind of like the armpit. You know, we're right in the area. This isn't Florida. I mean, we're not in the crotch of of Devil's crotch or anything like Florida is, but. We're definitely warm around here. It gets pretty humid. And I was out with her. I had just divorced. I was going and doing errands with her. I came back from being, I she stayed in the car and I ran into the store real quickly in order to be able to get something. And I remember coming back to the car and I was like, oh, I'm sweating my balls off out there. And she looked at me and she was like, well, wouldn't that be a good thing? <laughs> I love that. I love that my mom actually got it to the point to where she, She was able to joke with me about that. I mean, I wasn't crazy about how I came out to her, but the way I came out to her, but I was really glad that I did. And Mm -hmm. I, and at least I had that time with her and she knew who I was before dementia uh, really was kicking in on her. So I'm, I'm very blessed for that. So yes.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: So I just wanted to, to just end by saying that. Well, okay, on that high note, we will close for today. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you in, uh, join us for the next one, which hopefully now that we've got everything technically done, we'll be recording again really soon. Until then, I want to say thank you. You can also check us out on um, Instagram at uh, tie in High Heels, also in Facebook, tie in High Heels. And you can also go to uh, TyinHighHeels.com. Um, where there's uh, all of the podcasts are, are posted up there as well. So we'd love to hear from you. You can always write us at info or no, quote, excuse me, questions at tyinghighheels.com. Until next time, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.